0: Welcome to Smart Poker Study, brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. This is the podcast to learn valuable play and study strategies, and I give you action steps to take because action is the greatest teacher. My goal is to turn you into the player that you want to be on your profitable poker journey one step at a time. Let's do this. I'm really stoked about today's episode because we are talking poker math, one of my favorite topics. I'm a math guy from way back when. Started loving it in elementary, junior, uh, high school. In college, I started off as a math major before I went to an economics major, but I am a math guy, and in this episode, even if you aren't a math person, poker is all about math. Poker's one big math problem, and I hope... My goal with this episode is that the different math concepts, the mathematical concepts that I discuss, they are going to be very easy for you to understand and very easy for you to implement because here's, here's the big thing. When math is on your side, when you're utilizing the math at hand, you're going to be making better decisions and your opponents are going to have a really hard time uh, making money against you at least in the long run anything can happen in the short run but in the long run if the math is on your side and you constantly make mathematically sound decisions you are going to be a winning poker player on your journey excuse me while i whip this out great idea cleavon and we should all do the same whip out your notepad and pen so you can take some notes and please visit today's show notes page for a transcript of everything i'm about to share smartpokerstudy.com slash respect. And as a bonus item for you today, I have my KISS cash game ranges. Now, um, I first introduced these in my book, Preflop Online Poker, but I'm giving to you or giving them to you for this episode. And this is going to be your for- first step to actually putting the math on your side. When you use ranges that are tighter than the hands that you're or the ranges that your opponents play, you have a mathematical advantage over them in the long run. And we actually get into the math of that within this episode. So once again, smart pokers. Study.com/slash respect and get the KISS Cash Game Ranges. Alrighty. Gambate! Everybody stay calm! I can handle this, no problem. I know how to deal. License and registration, please. What seems to be the officer problem? So the idea for this episode it came from a session with a longtime student of mine named Keith. We were reviewing some of his recent losing hands. And uh, I saw a hand and I questioned him, you know, why would you play a starting hand like this? I don't remember what it was. It might've been something as bad as jack seven suited. Uh, But he said that in, you know, he's trying to get heads up against as many weak players uh, that he just doesn't respect at all. And sometimes that means playing just really crappy hands, just in an effort to get them heads up and exploit them post-flop. But I told him, hey, don't respect the player, but always respect the math. And then I showed him, I whipped out Flopzilla. Uh, speaking of whipping out, whipped out Flopzilla, and I showed him the equity his jack seven suited had against this player's calling range. And it was bad. He was a big time dog. And in the long run, it's going to be tough for Keith to make the jack seven suited profitable uh, because he has such an equity disadvantage. such a big math disadvantage right here. Even though he's up against a weak player at the table, it's just really tough in the long run to overcome it. So let's talk a little bit more about respecting the math of ranges. So playing with stronger ranges than your opponents, that gives you a mathematical edge that in the long run, they're going to have a very difficult time overcoming. How do I know that this mathematical edge exists? Well, I know it because I do a lot of range versus range analysis with Flopzilla Pro. Uh, follow along with Flopzilla Pro as you listen right now. So if you're at home on your computer, you know, open up the program. Let's say you are a tight aggressive player and your total pip is about 15%, maybe over the last 20,000 hands or so. Of course, you know, you're going to VPIP less in the early positions and more in the late positions, but you're going to average 15% if you're a tight aggressive player. So it might look like the screenshot that I have in the show notes, a 15% range consisting of 202 combos, and to see the screenshot, smartpokerstudy.com slash respect for the show notes. You've got that 15% range that you can see right there, made up of 200 different combos. Now, the average VPIP of most of your opponents, if you just open up a random table and take a look around at VPIPs, you'll see them anywhere from 25 to 35% on average. So let's say your opponent's on average VPIP 30%. Now we can build this range in Flopzilla. Once again, show notes page, you'll see a screenshot of the range, but the 30% range that I created has 400 combos, lots of broadways, pocket pairs, suited and offsuit aces and stuff, right? So they play uh, double the hands that you play, which makes their 30% pip range much weaker than your 15% range. So let me ask you a question. How much pre-flop equity do you think your 15% v-pipping range has against their 30% v-pipping range? Is it 50-50? Is it 55%? Do you have 65%? In Flopzilla Pro, you can use the multiplayer mode and you could uh, pit various ranges or multiple ranges against each other. If you do this, pit the 15% range versus the 30% range, and you're going to see that your 15% range has 56% pre-flop equity. So what does this mean? Well, it means the math is on your side. Here's an interesting idea. Vegas casinos, they built their billion dollar empires over the long run, over many years, with a 1-5% to 5% edge in their various games. You, right here, 15% range, you have 56% equity versus your opponent's about 43.7% equity. You hold a 12.5% mathematical edge against your opponents. The casinos hold anywhere from one to five on most of their games. So in the long run, you're doing better than casinos do. Your opponents cannot beat you. Of course, this is assuming that you're making good post-flop decisions, right? Because it's not just your pre-flop games that's that's gonna lead to profitability. You gotta be making good post-flop decisions, and we'll get to those in a little bit. But the takeaway lesson here, is that tighter ranges give you an unbeatable mathematical edge in the long run. And to help you have this mathematical edge, again, I'm giving you my KISS cash game ranges. You can download them by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash respect. Okay, so let's get to another respecting idea or another idea of respecting the math. Let's talk about respecting the math of position. So you know that position is king. So let me ask you a question. Do you play with this idea in mind? I want you to filter in your PokerTracker 4 database right now for saw soft flop in position. And if you don't know how to create this quick filter, once again, go to the show notes page. You'll see a screenshot of what the filter looks like. After you run that softlop in position filter, record the number of hands and the win rate that pops up after the filter. Now, run a filter for softlop, but not in position. Once again, record the number of hands and the win rate. Now, you're going to be comparing these two, right? Most likely, you're going to find that your win rate is much higher when in position. And why is this? Well, it's obvious, right? It's because position is king! With position, you have more information to work with, and your opponent has to contend with your positional advantage on the flop, on the turn, and on the river, right? When you are in position, it's easier to pot control, it's easier to bet or raise for value, and it's easier to bluff. And this might be an idea you've never thought about, but when you have position, you actually have more time to think about the situation and take into account all the information available in your decision. Because... When your opponent is first to act, they might time down for just one or two seconds and check, but they might time down for five, seven, ten seconds before checking or before betting, of course. That gives you that additional time to think about things like uh, the range and board interactions, your opponent's tendencies, their HUD stats, the stack and the pot sizes, and any other important information at the time. So you ran those two filters. Let me ask you another question. How often are you in position on the flop? If it's not at least 40% of the time, you're not striving to play in position as much as possible. And why the heck aren't you? You see, after running those filters, that mathematically, being in position is better than out of position. So if you want to make poker easier on yourself, more enjoyable, more profitable, you have to strive for in position play as much as possible. This means that you play tighter in the earlier positions and less frequently from the blinds as well. And the KISS cash game ranges will help you do this. All right, so let's talk about having respect for the math of HUD statistics. So you look at your opponent's HUD stat. They fold to flop C-bets 70% of the time. So why didn't you C-bet bluff on the flop just now? I understand, maybe you flopped the nuts and you don't want them to fold, but most of the time you're not flopping the nuts, right? And you're just missing any pair and you don't have any draws. If they fold 70% of the time, you must fire that flop more often than not. Or on the turn, if they're fold to turn, see, bets uh, 70% as well. Your HUD shows the math of their tendencies. They're folding 70% of the time. That means they just enjoy folding. <laughs> maybe they don't enjoy it, but they're willing to fold you've got to take them up on this tendency. They're willing to fold. You didn't flop a pair. You gotta bluff. Here's another math concept for you. You gotta get value while the getting's good. So let's say that you flop top pair, maybe even better, and you're up against a player who the math has shown you look at their fold to flop C bet. It's only 45%. Not too often at all do they fold. So you have to bet with your killer strong hand. Sure, you might flop quads on a six-five-five flop so you don't want your opponent to fold just yet so I can be on board with checking one street just right in the beginning, right? But let's think about your opponent. What if you're up against a strong and capable player? They're looking at that flop, 6 5 and the math is telling them that that's a hard-to-hit board. You don't have many sixes in your range because you're a tight-aggressive player, and you don't have many fives either. If you bet half pot into them right now, they might think you're bluffing, and they might be able to call with any two overcards like king 10 or queen jack, because they think the math is on their side, and you didn't hit that board. Or maybe this strong and capable player senses that you're bluffing right now. Hey, if he's bluffing, or if you're bluffing, he thinks to himself, I can raise to push him off the pot. You bet half pot, He's going to 3x you and bam, your tiny half pot value bet gets at least three times the value because you know who you're up against and they're capable of bluff raising when the math is on their side and you did not hit this board. But you actually did, you got quads! Now that they 3x raised you, you can either call or maybe re-raise whichever you think will get you max value. Here's another mathematical idea for you. Math will help you listen to your opponents. Let's say you're on the button and you open raise with ace-10 suited. The small blind folds and the big blind three-bets you. What do you do? The very first thing you do is you look at his big blind three-bet percentage and you see that it's only 1% over 100 opportunities. Wow, the math is telling you that he's only doing this right now with pocket aces or pocket kings. Easy fold with your ace-10 suited, right? But if the math is telling you that he 3-bets from the big blind, 15% over 100 opportunities, he has loads of bluffs in his range. Now, folding is still an option if you want to exit the hand with your ace-10 suited, but you've also got the option to call with your ace-10 suited that's probably ahead of some of his bluffing hands. Plus, you've got position that you can utilize against him. Or you can 4-bet re-bluff him off of his big blind 3-bet stealing range. If you've seen him 3-bet and then fold a few times from the big blind, the math again, it's on your side. He's likely to fold just once again. But you have to make sure you size your 4-bet big enough to hit his pain threshold to get him to fold. Alrighty, one more math concept for you. And if nothing else has uh, struck home with you and made you realize that math is critically important, that you should pay more attention to math, I think this next part will really help you out. Respect the math of your history. I want you to whip out your Poker Tracker 4 database right now, and you're going to run a few different filters. The idea here is that you're going to record the number of hands and the win rate that pops up with each of these filters. The first filter is preflop 2-bet. So you made the aggressive play of open raising or maybe iso raising a limper. The second filter, call preflop 2-bet. So somebody raised, you just called. The third filter, preflop 3-bet. So somebody raised, you re-raised right there. And the fourth filter, call preflop 3-bet. So somebody made a 3-bet and you decided to call. So you wrote down the number of hands for each and your win rate in each situation. Most likely, you win more money when you're making the aggressive plays of 2-betting or 3-betting than the passive plays of calling the 2-bets or calling the 3-bets. So, the math is telling you that aggression is greater than passivity. So why the heck do you call preflop so much? Now, I'm not saying don't call at all, but because aggression trumps passivity, you should be making more preflop raises than calls. When you ran those four filters, you also recorded the number of hands that came up. If you're making more 2-bet calls than 2-bets, you are not respecting the math, and you're doing yourself a huge disservice. If you're calling more 3-bets than making 3-bets, again, you're not respecting the math. Get it through your thick skull that aggression is better than passivity. So stop calling so much and start raising more pre flop. Now, let me help this idea sink in a little bit more with some post flop filters. You're going to do the exact same thing record the number of hands and the win rates with each of these. The first is flop C bet. The second, turn C bet. So those are the aggressive plays. The third, call flop C bet. And then the fourth, Call, turn, C bet, the two passive post flop plays that you probably make the most. I'm sure that once again, you're going to find that making the C bet on the flop and turn, they're both more profitable than calling the C bet. So, what this means is you must stop calling so much pre flop to give your opponents the opportunity to C bet into you. Another way to look at this be the pre flop aggressor so that you're the one making the profitable C bets, not facing them respect the math of aggression being greater than passivity. And in conclusion, before we get to the shoutouts and the challenge, in the long run, a respect for the math paired with good decision-making skills will make you a winner. I want to give a shout out to some incredible poker peeps who bought some of my books directly through me. JV, Simone Leader, Mr. Baby Biggs, Raul Mirabel, and Jarvie Jairi all purchased How to Study Poker Volume 1 directly through me. They went to smartpokerstudy.com/slash how to study poker volume 1, all one word right there, and they picked it up in either PDF, audiobook form, or both. And I also want to thank uh, these peeps for getting How to Study Poker Volume 2. Byron Hernandez, David Backham, Brett Burns, Jarvee Gyre, and Mr Baby Biggs once again. To get volume two, they went to smartpokerstudy.com slash how to study poker volume two all one word. Thanks again guys for purchasing direct through me. Challenge here's my challenge to you for this episode. Get the Kiss Cash Game Ranges right now so you can start having that mathematical pre-flop edge against your opponents. Right there at the top of the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash respect, you'll find a little form. Just fill it out and you will be emailed the KISS cash game ranges so you can start using them with the very next session that you play. And with the ranges, the first page of the ranges is actually instructions on how to use them. And I recommend using them for your next uh, 5,000 hands or so and see how they work for you. 5,000 hands most players can get through that in about a month maybe five or six weeks or so but i guarantee the next five or six weeks of you having that mathematical pre-flop edge is really going to help you play some profitable poker now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game oh well, that's it now get out there and be somebody Alrighty, Poker Peeps, your learning isn't complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash respect. Go there for the transcript of today's episode and to pick up those KISS cash game ranges. If you want 2021 to be your best poker year ever, you must become a member of thepokerforge.com. There are eight masterclass courses that will teach you all the strategies that you need for a profitable journey, and I give you hundreds of useful action steps that force you to practice what you learn. Visit thepokerforge.com for more information and to sign up today. You are going to love being a member of thepokerforge.com. My other podcast called Daily Poker Tips, that's available wherever you listen to podcasts. To find out how to subscribe, just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash dailypokertips. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to have that mathematical edge and to become the player that you want to be.